Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Now this is in the early 80s. One of the last apartments I had, I had a roommate who is an Italian-American girl from Brooklyn, and we had an offer from a dear friend of mine named Pamela, who was um, Jamaican and Creole. And she said to me, Debbie, you know, my grandfather um, lived in this wonderful house in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And uh, it's been empty for about a decade. But we're looking to rent it out. You know, do you know anyone that's interested or might you be interested? And having never lived in a proper house before, we decided to move to Crown Heights. What my friend Pamela told me after I gave her our deposit and, and after, you know, we were settled in, she came over one night and we had some wine. And she said, you know, um, I never wanted to live here. I said, really? Why? This house is fabulous. She said, well, you know, my grandfather died here. And they had experienced his spirit themselves. She would say to me, like, oh, my God, my mother, every time she goes to that house, Weird things happened. One time a hanger came whipping around the foyer and hooked her in the nose and broke her nose and she could never return to the house. <laughs> it was very jarring to have, you know, to, to be told a story like that, but I really didn't believe that the spirit would present itself to us. I thought it was like their problem and yeah, okay, whatever. So we moved in. And uh, it was great. I had my own room for the first time, I think, like my entire life. I just felt like I was living in a Cole Porter song, or, you know. And we, we started having some very happy moments there in the very beginning. But uh, I became aware of his presence pretty much immediately. I would feel his presence because the room seemed to get chilly. I felt like I was being watched. I felt, and I'm not a paranoid person. I would put music on. I would burn some incense. I would try to make the house happy with good food cooking and smells and great music. But ultimately, I, I, I just always felt this presence. It would make my heart palpitate at first when I realized that I didn't think I was alone. And I was kind of trying to live in denial about it. And I just thought, let me just shake this off and pretend it never happened. <laughs>
this is Don. And this is Lainey. And we're Spectre Waves Paranormal. And we love listening to Aaron Hunter on Real Paranormal Activity Podcast. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and it is Monday, March 2022, episode 265. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And man, I am glad to be back in the hot seat. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And yeah, the gas prices are going up. And what about that war in the Ukraine? Man, crazy stuff. But enough about that. You guys came here to listen to some ghost stories. And tomorrow, Tuesday, there will not be a new episode of Aaron's Horror Show. He'll be back next week. But there will be this Wednesday a new episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments. And also, of course, this Friday will be another entertaining short film. And also... The Witching Hour returns. I think it's going to be their last episode. They were gone for a little bit, and they're over there on the East Coast. And they got COVID, and a lot of other things were happening. They couldn't get the editing done, but they finally got it done, and we have the file. But I'm thinking I'm going to release it the first Friday of next month. Other than that, yeah, everything's fine. We had a little snowfall. I think we are done with winter. It's getting warmer now. And, but yeah, the gas prices, man, every day, going up and up and up. Good thing I work from home, so I don't have to worry about that. And so, I think that's it for announcements. And you know what that means. Oh, yeah, man, come on, say it with me, say it with me. To the story den, follow me right this way, no pushing, no shoving, and the fires are still going nice and toasty in here. Grab a beanbag over there in the corner, find an empty spot on the floor, and as usual, get behind my desk and get comfortable and I printed off Britt's packet and Britt is doing well she's staying inside as well I didn't get COVID and she didn't get COVID so I guess we looked out and let's take a look here okay well we got two short ones and we got a long one all right let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so good when it hits the lips. All right, let's see here. The first one. This one is titled Clock, and it's by Pounds. Okay, Pounds, let's see what you got, man. In 1992, Hurricane Andrew went through Homestead, Florida and my unit was then temporarily stationed in Tampa, Florida. During this time, I flew my son back and forth from Tampa to Miami to be with his dad. Due to this, I had many frequent flying miles and was invited up to Pittsburgh for Christmas by the family of my best friend. A little background on the house. He had been in the family for 40 years and had one time been a morgue the basement was dug out by the mother, but another set of stairs led to another basement where they said the bodies were kept. It is now being used for their carpet store. They also sell oriental rugs in the garage by the house. The mother died from cancer in the home. 
The day of the encounter, my friend and I went into Salem and, of course, went through the Witch Museum. And I bought tons of ghost books. That night, I decided to go upstairs to read said books. And everyone laughing at a television show they were watching. I became tired and turned off the lights. As I lay there, all nice and warm, the little cuckoo clock by the bed chimed. Thinking nothing of it, I rolled over to face the door. As I laid there, a bright light, like Tinkerbell, came through the bedroom door and floated to my bed. I knew immediately that it was my best friend's mom. I had never met her, so I said, Thank you, Mrs. D, for inviting me into your house. I then rolled over to face the wall and fell asleep. The next day, I told her daughter what happened. When I mentioned the clock, her eyes got real big and said, That clock has not worked in years. Thank you for reading. And that was from Pounds. <laughs> Short and sweet. Loved it. Yeah. You know, it's every once in a while we'll get like an orb story like this. And, you know, it's always uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, thank you very much for sharing. All right, next. What do we got? This one is titled Mom. And it's by Farah. Okay, Farah. Let's see what you got, man. This is my story that I experienced when I was four or five years old. At that time, I used to live with my mom, dad, and my elder brother, who was four years elder than me. We used to live in a very small one-room kitchen apartment. It just had a small room, and next to it was our bathroom. One evening, it was just me and my mom at home. My mom went to our neighbor's home, which was just next to ours, for some work. I was home alone for like five minutes or something, and then I saw my mom enter our home. I wanted to tell her something. I don't really remember now. So I kind of jumped up and went to my mom, asking her something and talking to her, but she just kept on walking and didn't even turn to me with a blank expression on her face. She walked straight into our home and straight to the bathroom. I was like five or six steps behind her. When she went into the bathroom, I followed her and to my horror, there was no one in the bathroom. It was empty. I was so shocked and confused. A few minutes later, my mom came back from our neighbor and I told her what happened. Uh, she just laughed at me and brushed it off thinking I was just a kid. After that, I never told anyone about this. I'm 19 years old now, and we left that home 13 years ago, but still everything is so fresh in my head. I still don't know what it was. I never had the courage to share these things with anyone because no one would probably believe me. Thank you for the podcast. And man, that's from Farah. Farah, thank you very much for sharing. Great story. And I think what you got there is a, what we call a doppelganger. 
if you believe in that sort of thing. Pretty neat subject. And I've never heard of them being violent. It's just um, they don't respond to you and you're just confused, <laughs> you know. But yeah, great story. Thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, that would kind of freak me out, those doppelgangers. You know, you see them, you're trying to talk to them. They just walk away from you and you kind of scratch your head. You know, it's like a friend or a loved one. And then whatever, you know, a few minutes later, all of a sudden they walk through like from the bedroom and you're confused. <laughs> hey, I just saw you walk into the kitchen and now here you are coming out of the bedroom. What's going on here? All right. What do we got here? What's next? This one is titled Apartment Experiences and it's by Alicia. Okay, Alicia. Let's see what you got, man. Hi, Aaron. I wanted to share another paranormal story with you. Thank you so much for reading my last story about the Haunted Pub 112 in Stillwater, Minnesota. I love listening during my lunch break. Uh, thank you, Alicia. I appreciate that. This story also takes place in Stillwater, Minnesota. I rented a top floor apartment just a mile outside of downtown. I lived there for six years. Looking at the building from the outside, it looks like an older house. This house was built in 1890 and was converted at some point to a fourplex apartment unit. When I first moved in, I did have a few sleep paralysis experiences all of them resulting in me trying to desperately move my body while sensing a presence in my apartment. Each time this happened, it always ended with something touching me. The first time I felt the blankets move off my face, the next time I felt something move my blankets off my face again and touch my cheek, the last time I felt something grab my hair on the back of my head. I'll get to more details on that one. I've always had a sense of not being alone in that apartment. Sometimes I would feel scared. Sometimes I would see things out of the corner of my eye like figures and shadows. I would also hear voices or talking at times. The women in my family are sensitive to the unseen. And when my sister visited, she flat out said to me, uh, your place is haunted. I always knew it was. I just tried not to give it that energy. I figured ignoring it was best. One night, my fiancé and I were in bed having some pillow talk. All of a sudden, our living room TV turns on. We could see the TV light on from our open bedroom door. We thought maybe our dog was laying on the remote. When he went out to check, the remote was on the coffee table. Weird. So he shuts off the TV and comes back to bed. We talk about how weird and creepy that was. All of a sudden, our Xbox console ejects the tray and powers up. Now, I'm completely freaked out. We argue over who is going to turn it off. Naturally, my fiancé has to go shut it off. He comes back to bed and sometime later the TV and Xbox console both turn on. 
we unplugged the outlets after that one. There was another incident when I was taking a shower. I was about done and I had realized I forgot to turn on the fan. As I was about to shut off the water, the fan kicks on. I peek out from behind the shower curtain to see my dog sniffing in the direction of the light switch. Clearly, she was not tall enough or trained enough to flip the fan switch, but it was flipped up. And this fan is so loud when you turn it on, I would have noticed it being on. Another time, one of the bedroom doors rattled as if someone from the inside was trying to pull on the door without turning the handle. My dog went ballistic when this happened. It definitely got my heart going. Now to the hair grabbing incident. I was having a nightmare about a bad presence at my family home. I woke up feeling a little scared and thought to myself, I feel like something is going to touch the back of my head. Within seconds, I felt something lightly grab a fistful of my hair on the back of my head. I got so scared, I couldn't move. My fiancé, being sensitive to the unseen as well, immediately woke up and asked me what was wrong. I told him what happened in my dream. That was the last experience I had at that apartment before we moved out. Now, we are new homeowners with a house that has great energy. We are so glad to have that little apartment in the past. Thank you for sharing my experience. Alicia, great story. Thank you very much for sharing. I loved it. And, yeah, uh, Alicia sent in, uh, obviously, as she mentioned in the first, uh, in the beginning of the story, um, she sent in uh, another story before that great story as well so keep on sending them in if you have any more uh, stories Alicia I always like uh, reading them and that's it looks like it's a, a short episode but yeah we'll get some long ones out there and as always if you have your own experience just send it in to Aaron A-A-R-O-N at realparanormalactivity.com and we're on 25 platforms now such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, all that stuff. So if you're at work or at home listening to music and you get tired of listening to music, get your spook on. Do a search for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and we'll come up. Or get the free RPA app. We had it built for you because we love you guys. Just go to your app store and do a search for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and we'll come up. And I hope you guys are enjoying the entertaining short films category. If you go to the website, realparanormalactivity.com, you'll see it on the right. And it's a mixture of indie short films, anywhere from 10 minutes to 45 minutes. And they're handpicked by me. Very well done, very well produced. Some of that stuff I think is Hollywood grade, but it's done by independent creators. And, of course, I try to get some paranormal stuff in there. And there is quite a few paranormal short films. So check it out. And with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britain, and is also made possible by LaFaz Corporation. And, man, we love you. Hell yeah, we do. As always, thank you and good night.